Welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show. Today we are going to be talking through another series on how fat loss works. It's another series, another episode of how fat loss works. And this is the final part of the four-part series, episode number four. And this can be understanding lipolysis and beta oxidization. So the whole point of this is you getting a greater understanding of exactly how fat loss works so that you can then better understand why it's the... Right, why you should make certain choices in terms of the daily habits, in terms of your lifestyle, what you eat, and the choices you make on a daily basis. So, I'm going to give you a breakdown. So, in regards to lipolysis, so this is essentially the process of our body basically breaking down uh, triglycerides, which is stored fat in adipose tissue, so fat around our belly, for example, uh, into glycerol and free fatty acids. Now, these free fatty acids are going to be released into the bloodstream. And then these free fatty acids are going to be transported around to the mitochondria, which is the muscle cells, like the power plant cells of the body, where beta oxidization happens. So in very simple terms, beta oxidization is the process of breaking down the chains of free fatty acids, uh, which will then become ATP. So adenosine triphosphate, I can get this out whenever I try and talk about creatine and we can hash this. So let's call it ATP. Um, and the ATP is like the energy currents of the body. So fuel for our muscles and tissues to perform all respective bodily functions. Now, why is it important? We obviously know this so we can then know what these different roles play. So lipolysis essentially is the process of almost our fat being broken down within uh, our fat stores and then beta oxidization in very simple uh, sort of, concept is almost like the coal being put in a fire for the furnace for our body to burn through almost so we need to make sure all of these functions are working correctly and working together and the functions are very entwined uh, to each other in terms of the fat loss process so what we're going to talk about is in terms of some factors that can inhibit lipolysis which is the initial process of you getting rid of obviously and breaking down the uh, fat say from around your belly which is the main area where most people tend to suffer with so some of the things that can hold this up and prevent this are one of the big things that a lot of people don't think about and this is why one of the reasons that i'm a big advocate against certain foods is hypoxia so inflammation so inflammation throughout the body so things that can cause inflammation so this can be stress it can be overtraining but mainly it comes from diet. So a lot of processed foods, lots of diet sodas, lots of uh, artificial sweeteners, lots of just generally processed crap, uh, e-numbers, all these things will increase inflammation within the body, junk food, all this stuff has a negative effect and it will slow down fat loss more than just the calories. So this is one of my arguments against the if it fits your macros approach of uh, oh yes, you could lose. You can lose weight, obviously, uh, on a Mars bar diet if you only ate four Mars bars a day and that's all you ate. Yeah, you would lose weight. One hundred percent, it's impossible. You wouldn't because you'd only be eating. I don't know how many calories in a Mars bar. Maybe two fifty, two hundred, I guess. Uh, so let's call it a thousand. If you ate a thousand calories a day, you're going to lose weight. There's, there's no if, buts, or maybe it's about that. But um, <laughs> your inflammation is going to be a shit show, and your body is going to be hormonally a mess. So it's not going to be an optimal way to lose weight. Whereas if you actually did a, a thousand calories from healthy food, you'd lose weight a lot quicker and we'd feel a lot better. Not that I'd ever recommend anyone diets from a thousand calories, by the way. But that's just an addictive example. So 
inflammation is a big one we want to try and uh, mitigate and another one it was also uh, insulin so insulin constantly being secreted so again this is one of the reasons why we want to try and um, mitigate having uh, high amounts of carbohydrates constantly throughout the day um, because it's not an optimal way for fat loss which is why, for example, with clients at CJ Coaching, and part of the reason we get such killer results keeping people lean is we use a metabolic priming and a nutrient timing approach by um, tactically putting the right carbohydrates, the right type of carbohydrates around the workout window. So the right glycemic index of carbohydrates. So the glycemic index is how quickly, basically, your body will um, digest and assimilate carbohydrates into blood sugars and how quickly that can spike insulin. So we use certain carbohydrates at certain times to get the right response we're looking for. So um, inflammation and your insulin sensitivity are some things that we really want to keep an eye on in terms of things that can inhibit lipolysis, the process of initially breaking down the fat tissue. Now, when we look on the positive side of things, what factors and um, sort of external environment things can affect lipolysis and actually activate it so um, adrenaline is one of the hormones that can affect lipolysis growth hormone which again so for example growth hormone we secrete and release growth hormone when we sleep which is another excellent example of why when you get really high quality sleep and you're relaxed you'll find that you tend to get a lot leaner a lot quicker because you'll be releasing more growth hormone whilst you're asleep and in uh, addition to this testosterone is another one which has a very strong effect in terms of lipolysis so when we obviously have better quality sleep and we're more recovered our nervous system stronger we will actually have higher testosterone levels naturally so again another indi uh, indication in terms of the importance of sleep um, and a couple of other things that can have a big effect in terms of lipolysis are caffeine and stimulants so um, caffeine actually has a strong effect in terms of helping lipolysis which is actually one of the reasons why I'd recommend most people tend to have some type of um, stimulant or caffeine throughout the day. I think it does work very, very well. I'm personally a big fan, uh, obviously within reason, because too much of anything is not necessarily a good thing. So we want to keep within a certain remit, but um, caffeine is something that does work very, very well. So this is just a few factors we want to try and keep an eye on when it comes to uh, activating optimal lipolysis. So the process process of breaking down obviously the fat tissue now when we go into fat oxidization which is when we've already broken down the fat and then we need to get rid of it and we're going to burn that through uh, our mitochondria our muscle tissue what we can then look at is things so for example the factors that are going to increase the amount of fat oxidization so the increase the amount of fat burning that's going to happen so if we look at number one exercise intensity so studies have shown that uh, the intensities of exercise affects fat oxidization quite heavily so there was a study from horowitz and klein and that showed that the maximum amount of fat oxidization occurs at low to moderate intensity so between 25 to 60 percent of your uh, max uh, vo2 sort of um, vo2 oxygen consumption so realistically that probably means your heart rate in terms of beats per minute you're probably going to be looking around 120 to 130 beats per minute. So then this actually goes back to what I recommend for most clients in terms of what's the best type of cardio for you for fat loss? Less. So um, like long steady state cardio rather than high intensity intervals. So that's something I would highly recommend that you would do. 
Um, counterintuitively as well, total fat, fat oxidization was actually reduced in studies um, when higher intensity levels were pushed more than 70% of maximal like VO2 max. So when people really gunned it, it's actually had a slightly uh, reduced levels of fat oxidization compared to the other aspect of slow, lower uh, heart rate. So ideally, if you're looking to try and burn body fat, try and keep your cardio probably between 120 to 140 beats per minute makes a big, big difference. So that's something you really want to keep an eye on. And next up when it comes to fat oxidization, so the way we utilize uh, the fat once we've broken it down from lipolysis is then also insulin intake. So we've obviously initially discussed insulin previously on this pod, this episode. Now, insulin is secreted from our pancreas from basically ingesting, digesting carbohydrates. Now, this actually has an effect quite heavily in terms of fat oxidization. So, and it also has a, a fat sparing effect when we have, because the whole body perspective when we have insulin coming, which is another reason why it's actually beneficial to try and keep yourself very, very insulin sensitive. Because what you'll find is that in your likelihood of you burning body fat, you'll be much, much more likely to be more efficient in that process of releasing the fatty acids from your system. And this actually comes into the next point we're going to talk about, which is uh, doing fasted training. So fasted training in terms of cardio for fat loss, for me, is king. So I always recommend that for clients that ideally they're list cardio, as we've already spoken about, which is going to be between 120 to 140 beats per minute. Um, I would always recommend if they can do that to do it um, in a fasted state because that's going to be optimal. So um, in terms of how much cardio do you need to do, how often do you need to do cardio, all these specifics are broken down for the individual. And that's one of the things we tailor with myself and the other coaches, CSJ Coaching, is trying to find the perfect program for you. and We'll mold it around your schedule to make sure you get optimal results. And when it comes to cardio, one thing I want to really push home to you is, Again, like this is a tool we want to use, but we don't want to use, go overkill with it. So one of the biggest mistakes people make at the very start of a quote-unquote fat loss journey is that they will want to do uh, two hours cardio at the gate. Now, this is probably one of the worst things you can do because you're just shooting yourself in the foot because, yes, you will lose weight and you'll lose weight quite quickly. However, what do you do then in four or five weeks' time with fat loss stalls? Do you do then three hours cardio a day? you have no room to really scale, increase that up and your body will effectively adapt to whatever you do. So within reason, what we want to try and do is elicit as much fat loss as possible whilst doing as little cardio as possible. So I'd recommend having some in to create, create a calorie deficit. So calorie deficit, as we found out in episode number one is where we're in a negative uh, energy balance. So we have more, we're burning more calories on a daily basis than we're consuming. And the key way to really do that is by a combination of a reduction of calories coming in and burning slightly more calories every day, which is a very, very efficient way to do this. So cardio, we want to keep that very specific to you as the individual in terms of how much. So I'm not going to give any random protocols, but one thing I would suggest that I think works best is that everyone does some form of cardiovascular work on a rest day would be something I'm a big advocate of. And then also keeping your NEAT, so your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, your steps, aka in the simpler terms, uh, nice and high is a very good way to try and keep body fat like coming off without necessarily having to bust your balls and really kill yourself doing it and you can do it in quite an enjoyable way if you've got a nice place for example to go for a walk or you live in a nice area so that's very very simple 
uh, tactic in terms of losing more body fat. So to summarize, now this is episode number four and we're obviously wrapping things up here. So this was the scientific process of lipolysis and beta oxidization. So lipolysis is the process of obviously breaking down the triglycerides from adipose tissue from the actual stored body fat. And then that's going to be transported through to the mitochondria, which is our muscles where beta oxidization happens, which is where muscle tissues will basically burn through uh, the fat we have there. So in simple terms, what are the key points we wanted to maximize this? Keep inflammation low. Don't eat junk food. Don't eat shit food. Don't eat crap food. Keep stress levels down. We want to make sure we're optimizing sleep because that will help our hormonal profile, which will activate further lipolysis. So things like growth hormone will be released. Uh, it will increase testosterone and it will obviously aid recovery. And when we come to cardiovascular training, as we already mentioned, we want to be aiming for a heart rate around 120 to 140 beats per minute. And ideally, we want to be trying to do that fasted if possible, because we want to be doing that in a state where our blood sugars are lower. So our body is more likely to burn body fat. This is Charlie from CJ Coaching, uh, aka Charlie Johnson Fitness. Please, 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 if you found this helpful, leave us a five-star review. If you want help with your own world-class results for 2021, we've got less than 90 days now to the summer. You've got 90 days. You could look in awesome shape. We will have holidays back soon. So we'd love to help get you in the best shape for holiday, wedding, or just for you to have more confidence, more belief, and for you to become the better version of yourself. So if you need help with that, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram with the word change and say you listen to the podcast on fat loss. And we'd love to hear more about you and your goals. And we'll catch up with you in the next episode of The Shredded Show.